What up, Ash? What up, Taryn? Um, I have a fun fact. Okay. Or fiction. Hit, hit us. Um, did you know this actually like kind of makes me want to die? Did you know that if you weighed all the ants in the world, it would equal the weight of how many humans there are? Oh. Do you know how many ants it oh. would take to make up just me? Oh my God, I have goosebumps. All humans? <laughs> Like, if they ever revolt against us, we're done. Just thinking of ants, the amount of ants it would take to, to weigh the same size as me. Would That's me what out. I literally just said. Because same. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like... No. What if? Or what if, like, oh. Ant-Man becomes reality and, like, someone learns how to control them? We're I don't like done. Him. I don't like I don't like We're him. done. I choose death before death by ant. Yeah. Any other kind. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I went home this weekend to Riverside and on my way back, if you are from the Inland Empire at all, you know, and, and take the 60 often, you know that there's a woolly, like a statue of a woolly mammoth on the side of a yeah. mountain. And as we passed it, I was talking about it and I was like, wouldn't it be so crazy if woolly mammoths came back? Like, that's how big it is. Like, you can see it from like miles away. It's far, like yeah. so far. Um, and then <laughs> my boyfriend told me that they actually were able to find DNA, I think, from a mosquito that had woolly mammoth DNA in it. Okay, Jurassic Park. <laughs> and they made a burger out of it, like a burger patty. Okay, well, that's, like, weird and disgusting. Isn't that weird? And they said it tasted like bison. But the fact that someone has eaten a woolly mammoth today Why is would you do wild. Out of all of the things you could do with, like, a woolly mammoth's DNA... Well, I think if anyone was to, a try, was to try to bring a woolly mammoth back, there would be an uproar of, like, do you not watch Jurassic Park? Do you not know that life will find a way and they'll take over the world? So they were like, oh, let's just see what... We, you know, let's let's try to eat it. <laughs> Maybe he was a foodie. What the heck? Maybe the scientist was That's a foodie. That's weird. Isn't that the weird? The fact that, like... If you made this like archaeological archaeological <laughs> um find that someone's like, you know, <laughs> we can make a patty out of it. So here's so and obviously I am not a scientist. I don't know a lot about this. But it, wouldn't you say that that would be kind of a waste of DNA? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and like that's weird to me. A like waste is that of person still alive? DNA. I think I so. wonder if there's like I bet there's like a video of him eating it. I would hope so. Like if I if, if I was the scientist that created a a woolly mammoth patty, I would have live streamed, I would have videotaped myself, <laughs> taken photos with the burger, <laughs> you know? Ew dining on a woolly mammoth. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. That's a that's a weird piece of knowledge that I would be fine not knowing. Yeah, I just thought of that was I thought that was so, so crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
But anyways. Okay, well, the and things you you and learn in Woolly Mammoths. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast are we? Oh, <laughs> we're just here, just all about nature today. <laughs> nature, nurture, life. Well, so, um, I heard a I heard something on TikTok today that again, you know, just like my segment of fact or fiction, everything on TikTok I take with that lens. Mm-hmm. Like For sure. in my mind, it's completely factual Mm -hmm. but i also am aware that it could also be there's a chance it's wrong very fictional but this one makes sense to me okay so this girl was saying that her friends went to the gym okay and he came back and he like over the next couple days he like thought he had pink eye okay so (laughs) He goes to the doctor and the doctor is like trying to like figure out what's wrong because he's like, you don't have pink eyes. So like they run all these tests. Okay, if you get grossed out by stuff, this grossed me out and I don't get grossed out by much. So you've been warned. Do do the little 30 skip like twice. We'll be done talking about it twice or just, you know, buckle up. Um, He had chlamydia in his eye and the guy was telling his doctor like, I that's not possible because I've not been active for months like there's no there's no possible way and so the doctor starts asking him about his lifestyle and he goes to the gym a lot and so the doctor was like well you know we have had cases because a lot of girls don't wear underwear with their leggings you're getting super sweaty so if someone who was positive sat on a bench And then you threw your towel on the bench, picked up your towel and wiped your sweat. That's how you could have got it. And I, I'm not joking. I was like, I will never step foot in a gym. Not that I do now, but I really will not now. Because we know. Wait, can we put a pause? Can we pause this? What do Women don't wear underwear with leggings? A lot of girls don't, which is my actual nightmare. But a lot of girls don't. I've never in my life not going to go work out. Like, if I was home, that's one thing. But, like, going outside my house, I always have a thong on. I, same, but a lot of, even my own personal girlfriends were like, oh, yeah, but leggings, right? Like, you don't wear underwear with leggings. And I'm like, I wear underwear at all times. At but all times. Like, especially, sorry, we are going to get, this is a little gross. <laughs> if you, but if like you just reach the 30, hit it one more time. <laughs> yeah. Especially working out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're walking just on a light walk. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're doing a lot of like active like move, moving movements. Yeah. Things shift. You're supposed to wear underwear. No, like, I, I don't understand how you could do that. Mm-mm. Like, I'm thinking specifically about my F45 classes. The amount of burpees that I have to do. Yeah. And not wearing underwear with that sounds miserable. No, terrible. Miserable. Yeah. I couldn't. Well, imagine, like, what do you tell people? I don't. <laughs> when the doctor prescribes that. Where? Oh, why can't you come out tonight? I have Fred? chlamydia <laughs> in but, my eyeball. But, but I got it from the gym. Don't worry, it's not from anyone else. <laughs> this sounds like such I literally want to die. I literally want to die. I am one of those people who I don't think about just 
what happens, I think about what led to it. Mm -hmm. So even like, I'll be like, oh, I have a bug bite on my face. Immediately, I'm like, oh my gosh, a bug was crawling on my face. And mm -hmm. that's all I can think mm -hmm. about. So like that, just like tracing down where that, it just makes me yeah. actually want to die. Well, so the gym rule, you know, is to like wipe down the equipment after you're done. Yeah. The lesson learned, wipe it before and after. Dude, I That's would what come the wet with wipes my are own for. fanny pack of just like Lysol wipes. Well, the gym gloves. should have their own wet wipes. Yeah, so but. you need to make sure that you're using them. So grab them, wipe it down, work out. Grab another one, wipe yeah. it down. That's the new rule. Sandwich it. Poor guy was just. That's like, what I'll be doing from now me, on. Let me toss my towel. <laughs> let me just lay this here while I freaking kill my workout. Little yeah. did he know. In your eye, I didn't even know that was possible. Or you bring two towels. You bring a towel that you lay down on, and you bring a towel that's for your face. You know. Or you just never go to the gym. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna settle on. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Wow, I don't know why I chose <laughs> to open our episode by telling everyone that, but. If I have to suffer, because I've been suffering all morning since I saw that. Yeah. Just wanted to bring you guys in with me. Um, Ash, how are you? How, how was your week? I had the best weekend. Guys, I feel like I am on cloud nine today because I took a full weekend off of everything. Like yeah. I had zero signal. I went camping. In the middle of nowhere, my boyfriend has one of those off-road cars. So it wasn't like a campsite where you have neighbors. I had a whole valley to myself. Yeah. Like no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. Um, so much fun. And there was, there, he had been there before and said there was a little creek. But because of all of the rain and all of the snow that Big Bear got, it was like a rushing river. Yeah. Um, so it was beautiful. And it was the white noise that I could fall asleep to. It was just so nice. Um, and I just feel great today. Good. And I attribute it to the unplugging weekend. Yeah. So that everyone says to do it. No, it's They're literally right. after Tahoe, like yeah. just being in nature and uh -huh. also it's, it's a combo mm -hmm. being in nature, but also like fully just like letting go of the stuff that holds us captive. Oh my God. On our day to day lives. Didn't is so wear powerful. an ounce of makeup. Didn't mm -hmm. brush my hair. Mm -hmm. Forgot to brush my teeth one day and like read a book by the river for like the longest time didn't know what time it was like yeah. it was so great i'm so happy for you it was so great so highly recommend <laughs> unplugging i feel like this happens every year where i'll do something and be like oh yeah yeah this is so good for me <laughs> no i i like every time i see you post when you guys go camping i'm like oh i want to go but the problem is i've been listening to park predators again yeah i really gotta stop that because now yeah, I'm scared to go camping. I told, so one of the things I really want to do is I would love to take my dad because my dad loves that kind of stuff and I would love to take him camping. But I know, I know my mom would want to come if the whole family goes. Yeah. But here's the problem. And she already knows this because we've talked about it. <laughs> she is a little anxious bubble yep. of anxiety mm -hmm. and I don't think she would sleep well and I don't yeah. think Alicia would either. So I, I talked to her about it. I was like, if we ever did, like, if we ever brought you guys, would you come? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I think people will kill us, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, I know. I get it. And it is unsettling going to bed and knowing there's no one around. Yeah. I was like, however, if someone were to come with the intention of killing people, they wouldn't know where we are. They would have to have a very specific type of car to get to where we are. And... Like, they would have to have, like, followed us. Yeah. 
they're not no one's gonna like stumble across us and be like hey i think i'm I think I'm going to murder someone today. You know, like they, those people go to parks that are more empty and they know people will be there. Yeah. And then you also just bring bear spray with you and keep it next to you. Yeah. Just never introduce her. If you're listening, <laughs> Mama McDonald, I'm telling you right now, never listen to park predators. <laughs> yeah. If you ever want to go on a camping trip, yeah. never. It is very unsettling. Yeah, Even like I had a nightmare my last night sleeping there. And I woke up and I heard noises and I was freaking myself out. And then I was like, Ashley, let's be realistic. What's happening? And I looked at our campsite in my head and I was like, that's the wind hitting the rope. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure that's probably a deer eating the grass. (laughs) (laughs) Could it be a bear? I don't know. It's probably a deer. And like just tucked myself down and then I was fine. But like the noises at night are a little unsettling. No, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I have any updates. I'm trying to think. You changed up your skincare routine. I did. I did. I uh, tried like all new products. Um, and then from the queen herself. Who? Sarah Ford. Oh, yes. Two. One is a Sarah Ford serum. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was a sunscreen. Mm. By the way, mm. I'm like, you should try it. Mm. It's so nice. Um, it's like PCA skin, I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's my face has been, I just have hated everything that touches my face. And so I bought like all new stuff spread out over the past like month or two. Mm-hmm. And so finally I was like, I can't wait to try anything. So I like filmed a video so I could <laughs> open everything. Yeah. And it was like great. But you know yeah. what I did recently? What? I shaved my face. Oh, the, mm-hmm. what's it the, called? Like dermaplane. Derma yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a proper name for it. Um, I've watched people do this for years on YouTube, and I've just never done it myself. And then the other day I was putting on makeup, and the sun was hitting my face at just the right angle, and I could Your see all the peach fuzz on my cheek. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. So I finally tried it. It's Holy crap. First of all, extremely great exfoliation for your skin. Mm-hmm. It gets rid of all the like dead skin that's on the whole top layer. gets rid of all the hair so that your skin absorbs all of the moisturizer and serums that you put gonna on. I was going to say, that's the trippiest part is when you first put something on. I've yeah. only, I've your only hair had... does soak up some oh, of it. Oh, yeah. I've only had it done once by someone. Like This was years ago when like I had never even heard of it. I was at some conference and they were like doing it. Mm-hmm. And then um, my last facial, she did a few areas where, like, we're trying to target just my hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's such a trip because everything just, like, soaks into your skin. And your skin yeah. is so soft. It's so soft. Makeup lays so nicely on it. Yeah. Um, so I will be practicing it more in the future. I uh, I still got to perfect it, but big fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's nice. I think I'm, like, in that place where... I don't know if I said this on here or if I just told you, Ash, but like the other day I was like looking at myself and I was like, I think I want to like get really hot, like just for fun. Like I already yeah. am hot. Okay. First of all, well, I know just this. For, you don't need a reason. But I was just like, I just want to see like what level I could get to if I actually tried because mm-hmm. I'm like so beautiful just naturally and I right. don't do anything. Right. So like, what if I actually tried? Mm-hmm. What could happen, you know? <laughs> so one of the things was I started getting facials again, and then I'm trying to get better on my, like, skincare and, like, certain things. But one, it's hard because everything's so expensive. Mm-hmm. But you only have one face. 
So it's worth it. It's like an investment. I would much rather invest in my face than most things. Literally. (laughs) Literally. I was... Uh, anyways, this is a whole other tangent, and I'm not going to fully go into it, but we were talking about dip. What's dip? The, like... Oh, like tobacco? Yeah, tobacco yeah. that you put in yeah. your mouth. And I was like, I was like, I have... Nothing in me has ever wanted to try that, but I also think my mom did a really great job of targeting my shallow self, because <laughs> she was like, hey, do you want beautiful teeth? Yeah. Don't smoke. Yeah. And I was like, oh... What happened? She was like, they get yellow and they start rotting. And I was just like, because I was yeah. like so obsessed with like pretty girl things, you know. And then she said the same thing about she was like, do you want to have wrinkles by the time you're 25? And I was like, no. And she was like, then don't ever smoke. And I was like, OK, yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Anyway. No, yeah. Rough. No, that that always just grosses me out. Because it's like, okay, your lip is like protruding out of your face and then you have to just like frequently spit. Yeah. It doesn't smell nice. No. And it's so bad for your skin. That's the whole thing is like it didn't take much to deter me because I was just like, yeah, no, that sounds awful. I've always hung out with like athletes. And then when I was like really into going to like line dancing and stagecoach and everything, those are like the two areas you get it. And I always would just look at them and I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, get that away from me. Anyways. Uh, should we like start the episode? Do you want to? <laughs> I feel like we've been talking for a lot longer. No, I thought the same thing when I looked minutes. up. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, I have a fun Turn It Up, so let's go ahead and get into the Turn It Up segment. This is a segment where you guys send in funny stories so we can all have a good laugh together. Uh, This one is titled, A Decaffeinated 30-Year-Old Teacher. Me? No, just kidding. (laughs) Who, me? Who, me? Hey, Taryn and Ash. He puts in parentheses, sorry, Ash. Here's a tearing it up from one of your 10% listeners with the strong arm emoji. My name is Rodrigo, and you can say my name. No worries. Amazing. So So the males males love me. The males males (laughs) love. He said, sorry, Ash, so he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was coming. He was was 
angling towards you. Guys, when I get hot, it's game over <laughs> because I'm already just so desired by everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he writes, so as we all know, quarantine changed us. Pre-quarantine, I always made it to my mission to learn all of my students' names. Because in my mind, when a teacher knows your name, it makes you a full person inside the classroom. You're not just another student. However, due to online classes, that mission began to fade away because not all of them turned their cameras on. Now that we're back inside of the classroom, it's been harder to remember all of my students. Keep in mind, I have about six to eight different groups with an amount of attendees between 20 to 40 per class. Oh yeah, I'd be done. Anyway, last Thursday, it was one of those gloomy days where you simply cannot with life. <laughs> I drove to school like any other day, felt a bit drowsy, did my check-in, greeted the secretaries, did all the small talk. She gave me the projector's controller. I grabbed my laptop, my coffee, and started my walk through the halls into my classroom. I walked into the classroom, dot, 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 empty. And thought, okay, it's 7.55, it's early-ish, five minutes passed, then 10 minutes, then 15 minutes. Meanwhile, the class next to mine was having a party. I walked out to the hall to see what the whole fuss was about. Then I see one of my students casually laying on the wall and said, hey, Mr. M, what are you doing there? Internally, I was like, what do you mean? I turned around and saw that I was in classroom 106 when I was supposed to be in classroom 107. <laughs> so the students were just like having a field day because oh. they thought the teacher didn't come. It wasn't a party. It was like a and riot. And he was sitting next door thinking that like the, their teacher was like allowing them to do all of this loud I'm noise. Dead. And one of the kids is just like outside just kicking Basking it. in the sun. <laughs> He's like, I'll come in when the teacher comes in. Yeah. So anyways, we started laughing. I went back inside, grabbed my coffee and laptop, walked into the hallway and said to him, we won't speak of it. <laughs> to which he responded, gotcha. And he did the like fist bump emoji. <laughs> it was all fine until another student saw what happened and proceeded to tell the funny story of how obvious it was that Mr. M hadn't had any coffee yet. <laughs> and that's it. That's my turn it up for you guys. Keep up the good advice and conversations, making Monday traffic not as bad. Aww. And here's a dad joke for you. Ah, uh, Wow. What did the dentist say to Luke Skywalker? I don't know. May the floss be with you. Oh, so good. Star Wars and a dad joke? That's like my Rodrigo. heaven. Rodrigo. <laughs> my heaven. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Teachers like you need to <laughs> need more support. There should yeah. be like a star. Wow. Starbucks should have like some kind of like collaboration with like schools first or something Literally. where like teachers get yeah a s specific discount yeah. yeah wow wait 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 listen okay. if that happens I, I demand 10% <laughs> because that's a beautiful collaboration idea we know, well at least we'll have a time stamped of when you have yes. the idea yes. you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um we don't usually talk about like current events and stuff but um Speaking of teachers, have you seen all the like Megan Trainer drama going on right now on TikTok? No. It I think because I'm on teacher side of TikTok a lot, my whole for you page really? is people just like bashing her right now. Why? Which is so I I will say I'm gonna play devil's advocate for but like both sides too when I tell it. Cool. And I love Megan Trainer. I was gonna say. Like I adore her. Same. So, so obviously part of me is going to rush to like just assuming the best, but also I do understand why everyone's so mad. 
So she had a podcast with Trisha Paytas, which I thought was like a very random <laughs> like collab. Mm-hmm. But it was it was her and her husband and then Trisha. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think the context of it was um, her husband and Trisha were talking about past teachers that had like a massive negative impact on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Megan Trainer starts talking about basically how like she's going to homeschool her kids because she would be terrified to send her kids to school, um, which is the first reason why a lot of people are upset because they're like, okay, well, that's your privilege that you can do that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us can't, you know? Right. And then basically she goes on this whole thing and then she like says super like aggressively like F teachers, like, right. Like just says it like F teachers and goes on. So everyone fl- is flipping out, especially all the teachers, because now more than ever, because of all like the mass shootings, because of all just the stuff going on in the world, like mm-hmm. being a teacher is really hard. Mm-hmm. And if you do choose to be a teacher, you don't get paid crap. You like are in this job because you're passionate about what you do. And, you know, one of the things I think a lot of people don't think about is as a teacher, like it's it's kind of like unspokenly expected that you would like lay your life down to protect your kids. Mm -hmm. That's a big that's a big ask. And it's also a big tell about how much the type of person these people love these kids, because a lot of times when you do hear about a shooting a lot of times a teacher, there are teachers that are part of the casualties because they're trying to protect kids. Mm-hmm. So she comes, anyways, there's this uproar and then everyone's going crazy and she releases this like apology that everyone's like, this was a joke because she basically starts going on about how it's so terrifying to send kids to school and then she's like, I'm sorry if I fe- if any of you are offended. You know, one of those like where it's not like you're actually apologizing, but you're like, oh, I'm sorry if you got your feelings like hurt. Like gaslighting. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are just like ripping her apart because of it. And a lot of teachers are coming out saying just like how scary it is to be in that position nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been like really interesting because – Almost everybody who is like going off on her is like, we never expected this from you. Right. Which I wouldn't either. So that's why I'm like. It does feel like out of nowhere for her and the brand that she's created. And her whole thing was like, I was talking specifically about like my experience and like their two experiences with like toxic people who Mm -hmm. were teachers. Mm -hmm. But to have that like blanket statement. Yeah. yeah. So it's just could have specified in the apology. Like. Hi, when I said I'm so sorry that I made that a blanket statement, yeah. it was very much directed towards a few people that I have had interactions with. You yeah, know, that would have probably changed everything. Yeah, it's just been so interesting. But what what made me like just kind of pay attention is just seeing how many teachers. I just think teaching is such a unique position mm-hmm. because. It is like to see how emotional all these people were about that statement. It just shows like when you do something that you're so passionate about and then someone is dismissive, like it's so hurtful, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I just have so much respect for teachers. And obviously, like I am biased because I'm in education, but it's just this time specifically, I just feel so bad for for what they're expected to do and like the stress that comes with that, you know? Anyways, so our poor Megan. Oh, 
Yeah. She's, she's fighting the fire right now. It's pretty rough. <laughs> pretty yeah. rough. That's heavy. Yeah. Um, okay, so should we jump into... I'll jump into the yes, forced story. Okay, this is called Silly Jim Crush Dilemma. This was like... It, I was meant to read this because I like opened the inbox. And usually like we have our amazing Mandy who like sorts through and helps us with emails Mm -hmm. but this was like the first one I saw at the top of the inbox so I was like oh like the title caught me yeah and it was really good that's why you should always take a lot of time creating your titles but like if you don't if you don't we'll still we'll still try to read it but also do your best (laughs) (laughs) okay um hi Ash and Taryn first of all I am sad to say that I am a new listener and I just started to recently listen to your podcast consistently for about the past three months. I don't know why you're sad. We love Welcome. new listeners. Welcome. Like, tell your friends. New listeners means that we're growing. Exactly. So you should be thrilled to tell us mm-hmm. you're a new listener. Mm-hmm. She continues, I wish I started listening sooner. However, I've been loving it so much that once I started listening to it, I felt safe and that you both are like my older sisters. I love you two so much. We love you too. I don't know why I whispered. I don't know. You just decided to add that like creepy factor. No. No, I love that for you. (laughs) Anyways, my name is Allison. I'm 24 years old and I am Enneagram 6. She says wing one, so I'm assuming one was her second. second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a silly little story slash problem. Even if you don't read this, I just think it's funny to type it out for my... Okay. Um... That sip was. I'm so, so sorry. No, it I'm was so, so perfectly timed because I like paused and it was just like. <laughs> I was trying to very subtly sip my coffee, and I'm towards the end, so I should have known better. It was like. <laughs> Damn um, it. Okay, so I think she's abbreviating because it says for my Delulu brain, so maybe delusional. I'm assuming delusional too. Yeah. I mean, you're 24. I got some years on you, so yeah. that might be like a hit. Maybe new it's term. what all the cool kids are saying these days. Yeah, I mean Schmidt would approve for sure. <laughs> okay, so basically, I matched with this guy on Hinge about a year ago. We talked for a bit, exchanged Instagrams, and then talked on Instagram for a bit. However, me being a dumb, being a dumb dumb. Okay, she must like the like, yeah. you know, yeah, little repetitive. Yeah, love slang. that for you. Dumb dumb decided to ghost him. I think I just wasn't ready at the time to take on dating or talking seriously. Fast forward to today's time. I moved back to my hometown, started my teaching career. Okay, what is... It's a teacher day. It's a teaching... Yes. Wow. 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 Started my teaching career, moved out, and now I see him at the gym. (gasps) And the gym. Wow. Wow. The first time I recognized him, I literally mentally facepalmed because... And this is in all caps. Mm-hmm. He is so cute and hotter in person. All the good ones are. I know. I know. How are we supposed to know? It's, you know, and it's just with having so many friends that have done online dating in the past or are currently doing it, I feel like the the guys that have the great photos, stereotypically, not always, but stereotypically, are a little douchebaggy. Yeah, that's They're, so true. You know, the, the model type or whatever. It's the ones that aren't trying to take a good photo so the photo is not amazing that are actually like the gems but it's so hard because you look at their profile and you're like why does why does he keep smiling like that like he looks slightly (laughs) like 
like socially awkward serial killery. Well, if all if all of my photos were candid, you would see a very crooked gummy smile. <laughs> you I know? love your gummy smile. <laughs> so, it's like, my favorite. Is it the most attractive right off the bat? No, yes. no, but. These poor guys, you know, they're just they're just showing them their true selves. I guess. And what a like what a fun surprise to then meet them in person and then be even cuter. Yeah. Oh, so great. Just, yeah, just, mine's just probably a note. Like... That's just a note moving forward in the dating apps that like, oh, if it's if they don't have great photos, maybe don't hold that against them. I mean, I that know shouldn't be that, the only but reason. it still is hard. It's still yeah. is hard. It's hard. Okay, now I spiral sometimes because I think about when I ghosted him and how that was a missed opportunity. That's happened to me so many times where I was feeling weird. I get like weirded out easily by like talking to guys. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, eh. And then I see them in the future and I'm like, oh, you're really cute. And wow, we just vibed. Okay, now I'm ready. But they're like, no. They're like, you uh, ghosted me. You literally ignored me (laughs) and made me feel dumb. And then I'm just like, oh. (laughs) Um, okay, but wait, it gets worse. I saw him pop up on my hinge when I re-downloaded it recently. I mentally thought, hmm, a year later and I see him at the gym and he pops up on my hinge again? Maybe it's a sign. So I went out on a scary limb and pressed the like button with a message saying, I see you at the gym sometimes. (laughs) Once I sent it, I immediately freaked out because I realized that my message sounded so creepy, but (laughs) oh well, all I can do is wait for a potential match with him again. Um, Spoiler, we never matched again, but we still follow each other on Insta. Now, whenever I see him at the gym, it is painful. I guess my question is, should I just try to get him out of my head now because we never matched again on Hinge? Okay, bye, ladies. I'm going to crawl back into my cave. <laughs> Love you, girlies, again. And then she says, P.S., I have a lot more deeper questions about other stuff that I could need advice on, and I'm hoping to send these in soon. Love, Allison. Which I love the story. You totally should. You but, absolutely should. But we love the, like, light stuff, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, this is, this so is just, like, right. This is just right off the bat, first of all. Remember, you ghosted him. Yeah. So if he's ghosting you back... That's fair. Yeah, and I mean, there could be a pride aspect. There could be a pride yeah. aspect. It, it could be literally anything. He could be seeing someone. He could not be seeing someone. He could be. He could be like, oh, now you want to talk? Never, you know, not in the mood. I feel like if it's already painful at the gym seeing him, you might as well shoot your shot, because it's either gonna remain painful if he turns you down, or. He'll, he'll see your personality a little bit yeah. more. He'll start checking you out at the gym. Maybe he'll start seeing you at the gym. Yep. You know, and he'll see you on the treadmill and just be like, damn, she's looking real good. And then maybe he'll like shoot his shot back. Yeah. There's, li- I feel like the, it's a, there's no, there's nothing to lose by putting yourself out there one more time in person. Yeah. I think forget about the dating apps, forget about the Instagram. The fact that you are seeing him on the regular in person is way better than online. So if and when you have an opportunity to say, hey, I would do it and just get it out of the way so that at least moving forward, he'll start recognizing you at the gym too. And maybe you guys can have some kind of interaction. Maybe some kind of friendship can build. Maybe it won't be a relationship. Maybe it's just a fun friendship or maybe it's a friendship that leads to something else. Yeah. You know, but as we were saying earlier I think everyone in general is way better in person than online so I would let your personality show a little bit 
Yeah, I think honestly, my advice is short and simple. First of all, I mean, I almost hesitate to tell you what I would have done because it's like too late and you're going to be like, oh man, you know? Yeah. But maybe for next time. I think Instagram is way more personal than dating apps. 100%. So I probably would have not, I would have probably just gotten out of my hinge after I saw him, gone to Instagram, and I would have DM'd him and been like, so, like, I've been seeing you at the gym lately, like, haha, like, just moved back in town, like, how are you doing? And try to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. Then, if he answers back and we start talking, then the next time I see him on Hinge, I would like, but I would message him and be like, uh, I would say something funny like, huh, like you look so familiar, I just can't place it with like a winky emoji or like fancy meeting you here, like whatever, just Come to make it often. like funny, like light, yeah. whatever. Um, but obviously it's too late for that, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I think you can go two ways. I think you can either message him on Instagram because you guys are still following each other and it is more personal. Um, you do risk if he doesn't respond to you on Instagram either. That's like doubly awkward than seeing him at the gym. Mm -hmm. Or like Ash said, like for me, I feel like I always am just super blunt in calling out stuff. And the response is always great, especially yeah. with guys. Yeah. So uh, if I was you, I would probably walk up and I'd be like, hey. And then I would just be like, so... Just so, like, I don't have to keep feeling awkward every time I see you. Like, I just wanted to come up and rip the Band-Aid. So, like, what's up? Like, yeah. how you doing? Like, whatever. And I would just, like, play off as, like, making sure to voice, like, oh, this is kind of, like, awkward. Yeah. Um, And then just kind of, like, go from there. But that way, even if, like, you guys don't end up, like, talking, then if you guys are walking by each other at the gym, you make eye contact. It's, it's like, hey, natural up? now to yeah. just, like, wave and be like, hey, and, like, keep going. Yeah. So I feel like it's up to you of how you want to approach it. But I would definitely try to just like don't try to like ask him out or start mm -hmm. these deep convos. Just no. be like, hey, fancy meeting you here. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. haha, ha, How have you been? Like, I just moved back in town. Like, that's always a good thing to say because it's like, oh, I just moved back in town. Yeah. I've been gone. Like, yeah. whatever. I've been here for a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I ghosted you. You'll never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, even making like a lighthearted joke about like, oh, you ghosted me, I ghosted you, yeah. guess we're even, you know, or like. Just, yeah, be like, oh, remember that one time we were, like, chatting and then I just, like, never responded? Like, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Just, like, play it off and be, like, light and playful. Yeah. Guys like that. Um, but, yeah, that would be my advice. But definitely try to approach it instead of just feeling, like, awkward every time you're there. I would much rather st start a conversation in person so that you can at least say hey every time you see him instead of feeling like, does he see me? Do I – should I say – you know, Absolutely. instead of questioning yourself every single time, just, like, create that re that gym relationship where you can say, hey, hey, bud, you know, or hey, yeah. hey, hey buddy. Like, it doesn't have to be a – a serious relationship thing. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're going to see him every day, you might as well get it over with. Yeah. So that you guys can both feel fully comfortable. Do it, girl. And then you can move on and not be like, what should I do? That's the worst part is just waiting and being like, yeah. what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? Like it takes that's up where, so much brain capacity. That's where I feel like as girls specifically, at least thinking about like all the girlfriends I know, we start overthinking mm -hmm. so much and then that's honestly will like get in the way of you living you you actually doing your workout like you'll start zoning out like and just like no, thinking about terrible. like what you should be doing or how you could fix this and it's just like no that's such a waste of energy no that's why I'm so like trigger happy when it comes to like 
messaging again or saying because I'm just like I would rather just get it done yeah and then when I do it if they don't respond or they say something whack then for me I'm like closed door okay like that's all I need to know and then I move on I don't care that I look stupid that I message twice I would rather do that and get my closure yeah than anything else yeah I completely agree I'd rather have a clear answer yeah so do your thing girl do your thing All right, let's go ahead and get into my story. This one is titled Nothing or Everything. Mm. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I love you guys so much. I always put your pod on when I need to clean the house or I have something to do with or I have something I need to do with my hands while I listen, which I that's me too. Anytime I have house <laughs> chores or a Anytime anytime I have house chores or a drive or something like that, I immediately put on a podcast. It's 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 a it's just the best time to listen to it. It really is. She continues. I have laughed out loud some days and definitely cried along with you guys on other days when what was being talked about hit a little close to home. I would like to be anonymous, but you guys can know my name. It's I'm 24. Married and have a one-year-old girl. I'll attach a picture at the end. Uh, I want to see. Now, down to why I'm writing this email. The chapter of my life that I am in is really good. I love my family, my job, and where life is going. Even feeling that way, I'm finding that I'm having a hard time expressing my feelings. Or even feeling my feelings. Which is hard as a mom because I want my little one to know that her mom has emotions and to hopefully help her know what I'm feeling because I don't want her to ever be afraid or feel like she can't show me how she's feeling. Mm. It doesn't help that I have a hard time showing certain emotions to my husband too. He is a very caring person and I know he loves me no matter what, um, even when I do feel this way. I used to express myself a lot better when I was younger, like in high school. It's weird to me that movies that I would always cry during then I can now watch without crying or without even a tear. Why does that make me feel like I have lost the ability to truly feel what is inside? Along that note, there are times when I see the most random things and I will literally bawl my eyes out. Why is that? I feel like it is an all or nothing thing when it comes to my emotions. Maybe my brain and hormones have changed more than I thought after having kids. I really don't know. If you guys could help enlighten my foggy brain with your thoughts and advice, it would be much appreciated. Thank you for reading this, even if it doesn't make it on the pod. Writing was good for my brain. I really hope it made sense. And it ended up being a lot longer than I thought it would be. So sorry about that. No, so it wasn't. <laughs> it was like the shortest so email. Sure. If you've made it this far, just know I love you the mostest. Aww. You guys are amazing. Once again, I hope you two have an amazing week filled with all the things that you love. And there is a picture of her, her husband, and her little girl. So cute. Absolutely adorable. Your little girl. Her she's little so bow. She's precious. She's so precious. Um, wow. I, you that's know. hard. I, I love, I love stuff like this because I love just like emotions and emotional development just in general. I mean, it's one of the things I... I would say I definitely like specialize even in my job like and why I like working with the age I work with because it's primarily social emotional development. Um, but it's funny because like while I'm listening 
to you say like your email specifically the part where you're like I feel like I don't I don't emote in ways like I used to and then you say and then all of a sudden something random will make me just like burst out into tears like to me I hear that and I'm like well that makes absolutely perfect sense to me Mm -hmm. because even though you're not showing those emotions in times you feel like you usually would it doesn't mean that those emotions aren't still boiling up inside of you Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like you know like if you just kept putting drops in a cup right eventually one drop is going to make your cup start overflowing even if that drop has nothing to do with what pours out of that cup right yeah so I think it's it's one of those things that we all need to pay attention when our response to something is and a lot of times like when you look at development they'll use the term like an inappropriate response and it doesn't mean inappropriate as like we would think like oh that was so inappropriate what you did yeah more like an unnecessary it's like an inappropriate response to what actually happened. So Mm -hmm. like if I were to drop my phone off the table and then start flipping out and like cussing and being like, like going nuts, like throwing my water bottle, that's like an inappropriate level of response to something so small that just happened. Mm -hmm. So, but in that, in that moment, I should be paying attention and being like, whoa, there is a lot of stuff I'm holding onto under the surface Mm -hmm. and one, can I trace back to figure out what that is? Or, shoot, I need to build in ways to release emotion throughout my week, throughout my day, because something's happening that it's like building up this high and then causing me to just like outburst at random times, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think as another note is, I think as women, I think there is this like stigma that we are supposed to be a hundred percent like fulfilled by having a family and children. And I think a lot of people don't talk about your, your everyday like life struggles that still come after having kids and after having a family and after having achieved like what you're supposed to have as being a woman. Um, and I think that a lot of people like disregard or don't talk about like the hard parts that come with it. And I have a lot of I've had slash I follow a lot of content creators on Instagram um, that have just now started talking about this also. And there is a dramatic hormonal change Mm -hmm. that happens, a dramatic one. All of a sudden they're sobbing over the littlest thing. Their like child will like drop a sock and they'll see the sock on the floor and they'll just lose it. So I do think it is important to to remember that you just had a kid about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Those hormones are still very much in you. Um, so I wouldn't be too hard on yourself considering that. Um, the other thing is I think it's super normal. Like what Taryn was saying and breaking it down, like I feel like personally what I struggle with is anger. And I think what I have learned is the same thing that Taryn just said. I'll start noticing myself getting so worked up over the littlest thing. Mm -hmm. Like for like the easiest example, like living with my sister, her not doing the dishes repeatedly wouldn't bother me. Like I'd be used to it. And then one day I'd lose it. I would lose it because it was slowly building over time. Me resenting her for not picking up her clothes or not doing her dishes or not cleaning the house at all. And it would just, it would irk me, but I wouldn't say anything. 
I'd keep my cool because that's what I do as an Enneagram nine. I'd be like, I'm not going to rock the boat. I know she's busy. I'm busy. I'm just going to do it. And then after the 20th time of doing it, I scream. Yeah. And I yell and I, or I'll just sit there and fume and stew in my anger and she'll have no idea about it. Yeah. And it's an unnecessary reaction to seeing dishes in the sink. Yeah. It is a very appropriate reaction to seeing dishes in the sink for over a month and me choosing not to do anything about it. Yeah. So I think having to like figure out your thing so that if and when it comes and maybe you're feeling a little more emotional, you can tell your husband or you can tell your baby girl, you can be like, mommy's just been a little extra sad lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, it's super normal, but I'm just going to take a second. Like, do you want to sit with me while I like relax? And I don't, I don't know if you meditate or if you journal or if you read or whatever it is that gives you solace, but like maybe even including her in that could be so fun. Like mommy's feeling sad. She's going to journal. Do you want to journal with me? And like, yeah, helping her see that there's things to do to help handle those emotions oh absolutely I think it's so especially kids and I mean your kiddo and specifically like one turning two three like those years are very important of kids are like looking to adults to figure out emotions and how they Mm -hmm. feel so even simply just like naming your emotions in front of your daughter like telling her like hey I feel sad today like do you feel sad sometimes like what do you do when you feel sad Mm -hmm. this is what mommy does when she feels sad and 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 showing healthy ways of dealing with that I think we're taught as kids so much like oh like you can't be angry you can't be sad like knock it off when in reality what should be communicated is it is totally normal to be angry it's Mm -hmm. totally normal to be sad however you can't throw a knife at me when you're angry. Right. Like your actions, right. you know, there's certain things. So it's that's something I'm so passionate about when I do like my trainings and stuff is like we have to let kids feel these and not make them think this is a bad emotion. Like mm-hmm. anger is a healthy emotion. Sadness is a healthy emotion. Mm-hmm. Even numbness, like sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. And your emotions aren't just like there's not like solidarity and just it's my emotions nothing affects them you're you have a one-year-old I'm gonna assume you're a lot more tired than you ever have been oh my god yeah I'm gonna assume sometimes you don't even have time to like make yourself a meal and you're just shoving whatever's nearest into your mouth or not eating at all Mm -hmm. I'm gonna assume you know that your husband is probably more stressed than you've experienced before so Mm -hmm. like you're feeding off of that as well. Mm-hmm. Also a huge thing, your mentality has shifted to now all that matters is that little girl and that she's getting what she needs. So you're not self-focused as much. Mm-hmm. So so you're not thinking, oh, how do I feel in this moment? You're when you get a moment to yourself, like you're you're just checking out. Yeah. Which all of these things are normal and would cause you to have a bit of a disconnect from your own emotions. Mm-hmm. So and then you add on top of that hormones or like maybe postpartum that still could be happening even a year later. Yeah, it could. So there's so much else. There's there's a lot of other things that could be going on besides just like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I cry the way I used to? And like, why am I like outbursting? Like, it sounds like you've got to find new coping techniques for yourself to check in with yourself to release stuff, whether it's journaling, whether it's um, we've talked about before from that TV show shrinking, like whether it's like literally taking like 
even just one song where you sit in your room, you blast one song and you let yourself feel whatever you need to, mm-hmm. um, giving yourself just space to feel something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But all of that's going to help you to like release so that you're not just waiting until you have a buildup and then you explode. Yeah. I mean, and even finding that thing I mentioned earlier, even finding that thing that helps you kind of process it mm-hmm. is super helpful. Um, I love a walk. I've always, yeah. anytime I felt like any kind of frustration or anger or sadness or about anything, it could be a boy, it could be work, it could be family. I always inevitably go for a walk and I'll listen to a song or I'll listen to a podcast, 15 minute sad song, like Taryn said. And it just kind of helps me kind of like sit in those emotions and feel it so that I can like move past yeah. it. Cause when you're busy with day to day life or especially with like a little one, like you don't have time to, to actually sit in those emotions and process it. So mm-hmm. it just gets stored up, stored up, stored up until you snap. So those little 15, 20 minute walks, even if you have to bring her, like that's something I would do that I know would bring me solace. So I would, I hope that you can find something that you can do that you can either bring her or or not bring her. If your husband is able to like hold her while you, you know, go deal with those emotions, it'll be so much easier when you can get away, have that second to feel them and then move past them. Yeah. Otherwise they're just, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to stay there. And also, as always, look into therapy yeah. because that's that's super important. Or mommy or groups. Mo- I was just going to say, like mom groups online, like yeah. anything that you can do to get connected with other people who are in that same walk of mm-hmm. life as you and can help you feel like not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but therapy is always good, too, because especially me and Ash have both said some of my my sessions where I had the biggest breakthroughs were ones that I went in telling her, like, I don't really have anything to talk about today. Like, I'm doing amazing. I'm thriving. (laughs) And then we would just start talking about random stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm my fourth grade self, like, on the floor hyperventilating, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I think, especially when you're in areas where you're like, I don't know what's wrong, but I do feel like something's off. Those are, like, the most beneficial times to go into therapy because – their job is literally to help guide you into figuring out where something is coming from. Yeah. So um, that would obviously be yeah. Even our like too. mommy content creators, there are. Yeah. I, I think specifically in this instance, the smaller ones are the better ones to go yeah, with. That's true. Um, I'd say that too. Y- if you can find someone um, that's just like just sharing her life as a mom and things she's learning, things she's struggling with, I think it'll help you feel so much better about where mm-hmm. you're at. Just being able to see someone going through something similar. Yeah, I agree. Um, so highly recommend. I do think that that is a huge pro to social media is being able to find people like that, that are in a similar walk in life. Yeah. As you. So definitely do it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for writing in. I loved how different these emails were. I know. Um, I feel like I learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we close it out with a dad joke? Yeah. Okay, ready? Yes. Why can't you trust the king of the jungle? I don't know. <laughs> because he's always lying. Ah, that's so good. Oh, Guys, you already know the drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. If you have not followed us on socials yet, a thousand percent, stop what you're doing right now. Follow us on Instagram. We have our individual Instagrams as well as our unsolicited advice Instagram. We have our individual TikToks as well as our unsolicited advice TikToks. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. Um, And if you are sitting on a story that you want to share or something that you need advice on, 
please email us. We, the more the merrier. You cannot oversend. If you have a couple stories you want to share, send all of them Um, because we need you guys. Yes. Amen to that. We love you guys. Be nice to someone. Be nice to yourself. And have just the best day. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.